Yes, we can hear you, Allison. So glad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been having some technical problems with uh, one of the recording sites. So it took me a little bit longer to get on the call. So I apologize for that. And let's uh, go ahead and get started. Take some deep breath just to center in. Ask for all the technical angels to surround us. <laughs> and actually run the technical part of this call. And let's just relax. Let us be mindful and aware of our thoughts and recognize that we are the observer. May we give wholly and honestly and with integrity to this call and all that listen and all that speak and all that are on the call today, they get exactly what they need. May we live the spiritual qualities of joy and love and trust. We give great thanks for everyone that teaches us, for our navigator, Jennifer Hadley, and for anyone else that steps into our lives and shows us light. This call is blessed now and forever. I release this to the universe and into what's beyond the universe. It has been done. It is so it is. Amen. Amen. Good morning, and I'm sorry, everybody, introduce yourselves if you'd like, and let's rock and roll. Good morning, it's Nancy from Southern California. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, it's Nancy from um, Rochester, New York. Good morning. Linda from my kitchen in Erie, Pennsylvania. Mary from San Diego, good morning. It's Sally in Toronto. Hello, Sally. Morning. Hi, Maggie from PA. Hello, it's Leslie from Michigan. I just have to tell you I'm driving, so I will be muted most of the call. But hello, everyone. Morning. Hi, this is Chris. I'm now in Wales. Ooh. Evening. (laughs) Actually, I'm not sure. We're on the border of England and Wales. Very cool. Hi. Carla from Portland. Hi, Carla. Hi, Carla. Hey Philip, are you on the call? Or Nancy? I know Nancy is. Um, I'm just going to ask. I'm on Insta Teleseminar, and I can't see who's on the call or anything. So, if anything weird happens or a lot of noise, I can't unmute or mute anyone. So, you guys can just uh, dive in, or if anybody that knows Insta Teleseminar, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Allison. Yeah. It's Mary, and um, I'm on Instant Teleseminar, and I had great. I had a right problem on. this morning connecting to talk to you. I can understand the technology situation, but my Instant Teleseminar is running well, so I can help assist you for, you know, great. Noise. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Because I can't see anybody on the call or anything, so I'm going to kind of let you run the board. Is that cool? And then yeah. I'll stop the recording at the end. 
Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Sorry, guys. I wanted to say hi to Sally because we haven't heard from her for a while, have we? You've been busy? She didn't hear me. I put myself on mute, so I shall start again. I was on the call last week, but I didn't say anything besides hello. Oh, Oh, okay. But I heard you all. Sometimes I'm going to say something, and then somebody else says what I would have said, and so then it moves on. And I think um, Philip and Margo, maybe, and Jerry are at the um, Course of Miracles conference in New York. So just sending y'all love there. That's great. Right on. Good for them. Yeah, my prayer partner Claire is there, too. They'll have a blast. Okay, so I guess I'm going to be making pancakes and cooking at the same time, or and talking at the same time. Um, so when um, I listened to the class with um, Jane, James Twyman, um, I had uh, judgments come up about every single part of my body that mm-hmm. Jennifer mentioned, and I had to laugh because... I really thought I was doing much better with that. But honestly, I, that's a judgment too. Um, I feel like it was a good way for me to to look at how far I've come with my um, body image and how I feel about my body as a whole and the whole person thing. And I really feel like... Um, I really feel like I'm treating my body as the the vehicle in which my higher Holy Spirit self expresses itself. And um, I feel like filling it with more uh, joy, paying attention to what brings me joy allows me to get out of my body in some way um, because it's not as demanding when I'm doing that. (laughs) Because it's like I'm listening to the parts of my body that are, I think, what uh, Jennifer would call the divine alarm clock. And then um, since I'm paying attention, it doesn't have to nag me so much, I guess, is how it feels. I really liked how you expressed it when you said when you noticed the judgments, you laughed. <laughs> That's so wonderful. That's so healing, you know? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Carla. Yeah. 
interesting that um, sometimes we really, really, I don't know, I don't really feel fully how much healing I have until I hear myself speak, especially in the class. Because sometimes I speak things that I never actually have done, (laughs) but I speak them like I'm doing them. It's so amazing. (laughs) And I really am, and I just don't judge that. I do my best not to judge that. I just go, oh, that must be something that Holy Spirit wanted to tell me and told me by by using me to tell me, you know? (laughs) It's kind of amazing. Hi, it's Mary. Um, I wanted to talk about um, guidance and um, meditation. And I was reading some of the um, uh, earlier lessons in the workbook. And, you know, um, Lesson 71 through 90 um, show us how to receive from the Holy Spirit those lessons, and I had this uh, a few pages that was written by Robert Perry, and he talks about three areas of interference that Bill um, was listening without real confidence that he could actually hear anything because he kept comparing himself to Helen and some of the um, suggestions are uh, to listen in patience and not to give up too soon. You know, when once you've asked the higher spirit, the Holy Spirit, the question, whatever you're seeking guidance on, to wait patiently and, you know, about how really quiet you have to be and, you know, all the good and bad thoughts, put those aside and they're in just one category. And when you get them out of your, you know, um, mind, so to speak, then you can open your mind for the true thoughts of Christ and, you know, to listen with confidence and to claim your rights and that we that we have a right, a claim to God's answers. And, you know, I just... Uh, um, you know, to, to really listen in deep silence and wait in quiet expectancy, you know, that's that adds another depth of uh, awareness to me in uh, meditation and guidance. So I was wondering how... Um, Other people, uh, you know, get guidance. And I know we have to be quiet and go within. I guess it's a little bit discouraging when you do that and you ask a question. And, you know, I don't feel like I'm receiving anything. And I know that I must be, you know, there must be a, a block to the awareness or, you know, 
I think really maybe I'm just I don't give it enough time. You know, I kind of want things in my timing, and <laughs> uh, I, I think that's part of the, the situation. I, I don't give it enough time. I get I get anxious because sometimes when I ask for guidance, right in the moment when I really need it, it comes. I don't know if this is the the this really addresses it, but I know it for me when I when I've been very wanting guidance I like the wanting needing guidance I I don't tend to receive it um because I'm not open I, I just when I just allow it when I don't expect it when I'm like willing to just be open to whether or not I get it that's actually when I receive it more when I don't have attachment to the answer it's it's interesting because Jennifer talked about her experience when she lost this check and she was given guidance to keep asking for it. So I'm like, well, I lost things. I'm like, where is that? And for a long time, for several months, I never really got an answer. And so I don't know if it's just a practice. I just practiced. I don't know if that's what it was because all I know is now I... Often, often I don't really gauge how often it is. I don't monitor, and but sometimes when I do, it happens now. I have no attachment to whether or not I'm going to get that guidance, and I it happens a lot more when I'm not attached to receiving it. Do you know what I'm? Am I expressing myself well? Yes, I think you are. And I'm just going to add this briefly. First of all, I love this topic. I think it's fantastically divinely timed. And uh, I'm only going to say this. My experience is it's a wee small voice. And then that loud ego screaming, booming, boom box has to be quiet. (laughs) And that's my experience on that's how I get divine guidance. But I'll leave that. I'm going to turn it back over. But great topic. Love it. I had a similar experience to Carla, what Carla's described. Um, If something's been on my mind, I've been thinking about something or why something's happening, um, and I let it be, kind of. I let put the question out there and let it be, and then I just kind of leave myself open without um, requiring an answer. Later on, I've noticed a few hours later, maybe even a short time later, the answer will come to me or some insight will come to me. And, um, and I've been noticing that's what I tend to call that intuition or the guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like that's the guide for me as I learn how to do, uh, you know, how how to listen to that small voice. I notice that I often put blocks in the way, like, oh, I better listen to radio show to get some answers or this book or even just, you know, numb out some TV or a game or something like that. But um, but when I've been more um, contemplative, I guess, as Jennifer, would, that's when I notice that things will come.
It's Mary again. Uh, thanks, Mary. You know, whenever um, I guess I I feel my confidence that I am going to get a answer wane, and you know, my hope of success just is kind of flickering in and out. Um, I oftentimes repeat the question mm-hmm. and repeat my request. You know, I, I guess I. In that in that respect, I feel like not that I don't think God's getting it, but I just getting a little more clearer and focused in my mind, and at the same time reminding myself to be patient. Mm-hmm. And remember, we always get an answer. We yes, always, I mean there get. there is an answer waiting for us, and we just have Absolutely. to be confident that we receive it. And that answer belongs specifically to us. You know, that's precious. And I guess it's the silent readiness to hear the voice, that little small voice. Because, you know, Jennifer teaches us that the truth, we know the truth. We know the truth. And we just have to expect that the truth is going to come through us. Hi, Mary. It's Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hey. I know I have a hard time also being patient, waiting for um, guidance. And, and anyway, that's, it's a, that's a toughie. But I like to just trust that um, the whole universe and God and the Holy Spirit contrives to bring up my experiences. And that may be my answer. You know, the next experience I have or just whatever I experience next, it's probably related to the guidance I need. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like maybe I'm called upon to uh, observe how I'm judging someone, and that's come up for me so much lately. And uh, maybe that's my guidance, you know, to be aware of my judgment. You know, it comes in experience. Does anybody find that the um, the course is there a reference to meditation or is the the word more of guidance? You know, throughout you know in your studies in the Course of Miracles. I mean, it doesn't. Um, is that how do you feel about that? Is it? I mean, does it? Because what I'm what I'm looking for, I guess, it keeps coming up as guidance rather than meditation. But uh, I haven't done a lot of research on it. But the the word guidance seems to be more of a word that uh, Jesus uses in the Course in Miracles rather than uh, meditation. But to me, it, it seems like that he's saying he's talking about the same thing because you have to be quiet and go within in order to get guidance. It's, am I getting that right? Well, for me, it's any thought that enters my mind that's not just judging but trying to figure things out even just clear my mind I've I've been actually lately I've been practicing I have this whole old Pono Pono chant that Jennifer had in Baja and and another song that she had there and I've been working in the garden and, and I think I've just been practicing just clearing my mind and letting it receive those 
the information, and it's been just a practice. So while I was in the garden, I think I posted this about how I was thinking how tough it is for me, how whatever. I mean, that's a judgment. I mean, it seemed true. It's, it seems more challenging, right? But still judging that whatever was happening in the moment wasn't the same as something else that happened in the past and I was comparing it. And so I think to really receive and to receive guidance and to to be open, I mean, all these things, it's tied in the bone because to receive guidance, we're always receiving guidance and it's those thoughts that block it. And that's that's something, I don't know if that's answering your question or helpful at all, but because I notice all those thoughts, I just am doing my best to release them and 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 I ask often often I just ask because Jennifer's talked about I think it's the lesson like one eighty three or something that when you speak the name of God, you're gonna be surrounded by angels uh, supporting you, so you don't even have to ask for help. you just have to. Speak God's name, whatever, however that is. It doesn't have to be God. It could be I am or whatever. Even just the feeling in your heart of what that is and what what is God, it's love. And so that's what we are, love, because we are God, right? So it's, it's I don't know, <laughs> maybe I'm rambling, but um, um, that's just, it came to me. I'm like really kind of inspired. Mary, Mary, this is Chris. I don't understand what you mean when you're asking about guidance and meditation because I don't see them. I see them as two different things. Well, I guess guidance, if I have a specific question and I'm seeking a specific answer, like a consultation with God, um, Versus just meditating and being quiet and clear in my mind. Um, I I don't know, you know, if it if it is two different things. That's just that's what I was just, you know, bringing up for discussion. I don't. Um, you see it as one well, in, thing. In the in the past, I've been told that prayer is asking God and meditation is listening. But um, I don't know if that really fits, but it seems like you're trying to clear your mind and ask a question, and then very, very seldom do you get the answer immediately. It's like it happens when you're driving down the road or or in a movie or something. You're doing it, and you think, oh, you just know what to do. Not going, no, 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 this is your guidance coming through, you know, I that uh, <laughs> anyway, maybe some, sometimes you might get that, but it's just make your day works. Mary, it's Leslie. One thing I do is I just ask, me, ask myself, does this decision bring me peace? And a lot of times yeah. when I'm asking for guidance, I may be getting an answer that I don't like, and 
but whenever I bring myself back to that, is this does this decision bring me peace? And if I'm all crazy about it, then no, it's not bringing me peace. Then to me, that is my guidance that no, okay, that that's not it. And a lot of times it will be totally different than what I think it's going to be. Like if I think the answer is going to be yes, and then I find out yes makes me feel crazy, and then <laughs> I move into accepting the no, and that brings me peace, then I have to, it's like a big sigh of relief, like, oh, I thought it was one way, but it's actually this way, and this way brings me peace. Okay, but it's originally, it may not be exactly the direction I thought I was going to be going, and sometimes I think that takes me back. But I also understand about impatience because I know I've certainly been there as well. Mhm. Yeah, that 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 feels true, Leslie. I'm asking about the peace question. Mhm. And I love what. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and I love what Jennifer. I think it was Jennifer that said the answer is always simple. And I know for me, I like I can complicate anything, <laughs> and that mm-hmm. has been one of my goals is to you know keep it simple, sweetheart, and. And that is so much more peaceful for me. And and sometimes you just have to step back and just because that still small voice is so quiet and just ask it, do I have peace about this? And, and you'll you'll feel it in your body. At least I do. Mhm. And I also just want to say real quick that I agree is. That meditation, like semantic-wise guidance meditation, meditation can be something that you do where guidance is just something you get and it takes nothing to do. It will come whenever. Meditation is when I go to love God and be in that love. Mm-hmm. And guidance comes from the result of that on a you know a spiritual practice. So that's the difference for me. And semantically wise, if that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all. Um. I just I I um feel prompted to kind of give an update on my housemate situation, and um, I feel like it's gotten easier. And I, it's gotten easier whenever the really turning point for me was when I realized how I was thinking of my roommate is like the enemy who was doing these things to me. And um, it's really shifted. I, it's so much has happened. I can't really take too much time. But it, it's interesting. I decided to, to to make a contract, or she like likes to name it an agreement. Yes, uh, two days ago, and we prayed in, and I asked if I could pray in, and we did. And it just felt so light. And afterwards, um, yesterday I was, I something happened, and 
where I was somehow laughing at, and so I share it with her. And I normally don't have that experience, the opportunity a lot to share something that I find joyous. Um, I just enjoy it myself. And um, I was out digging in the garden, and the thought crossed my mind, and I'm like, is it guidance? I don't know. But it's like, you may miss this when she leaves. You may miss, you know, there'll be many other things I will miss maybe, but this one thing, you may miss when she leaves. And that was like, wow. In fact, I shared it with her, and we both laughed about it, and it was just so, I don't know, it's just been a lot of healing. Uh, and the last, um, I don't know, since Baja, I think, really, uh, since a week after Pride Baja. But um, I don't know. I just feels I feel like I don't know that I've accomplished everything I'd like to like to do, or what we haven't had her here. I'm still discovering things. But I'm really, really happy about my decision, and um, I really feel like a lot was accomplished. Uh, so I just wanted to update, and I wanted to thank everybody for all their support, especially through the really challenging times when I was really feeling overwhelmed by all the judgments and um, I just wanted to let you guys know and thank everybody for all their prayers and support. Yay, sounds like progress. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I guess this this is also prompt. Is it some uh, Jennifer has spoken about? I mean, I know with this experience, it really seemed like it was really a poor, uh, really not a favorable choice. That it was so challenging the beginning. So, but actually, it's helped me discover that sometimes things that seem bad or not good or not helpful actually turn out to be one of the most helpful things and I really feel like this experience I don't know if I can judge it but it really feels like for me it's turned the corner Um, it's turned the corner for me and it's helped me I think we, I don't know if I've reached it, but I'm feeling really close to reaching that 51% because when you believe, because look, when Jennifer says, I think uh, Michael Beckwith says, when you believe more in what you don't see than what you do see, then you won't see what you do see and you will see what you don't see. And I've been wanting that. I've been 
interested in it. I've been doing what I can to move toward that, and I didn't really realize that this experience was a huge step toward reaching that. And would I choose it? I mean, there's many things in my life. I'm like, if I did choose it, like my broke legs, would I ever choose to break both my legs at the same time? No, I would never do that. But it's one of the best things that ever has happened to me. So, and this is something I did choose, and it's the same thing. And I don't know, I just felt like sharing that sometimes when we don't, we think we shouldn't choose something because it seems too challenging or whatever, it's sometimes it's most helpful. So, I don't know. That's great news, Carla. Um, that 51% is the tipping point, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> and with that, with that being said, everybody, I'm so sorry that I have to leave early today, but I love you all, and have a great rest of the call, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 I just thought of something similar to what you just said, um, Carla, the something that you think is a bad thing turning into something that turns out to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it's a, a small thing, but um, Mary and I co-facilitated the year one students this morning, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason... She couldn't get the the talk shoe to work on her phone, so she was doing the instant teleseminar. And so she wanted to be on the instant teleseminar during our calls just so that she could watch what's going on. So she'll feel more comfortable with the technology when she has to do the call on her own. And Allison was having difficulties with instant teleseminar, and Mary's on instant teleseminar. So... Something that, (laughs) you know, something so simple that we thought, well, that's not really a good thing because you couldn't get onto the talk shoe, but it turned out to be a good thing. Perfection. Synchronicity. I love that. Great example. Yeah. Perfect example. And, And there's no hierarchy. There's no hierarchy of miracles and there's no hierarchy of illusions. So... I I have something that happened sort of like that. My uh, granddaughter and her other grandmother were going to Cincinnati. And when you try to pick up people at the airport and getting its luggage and all that stuff, and I said, call me when you get to the curb and this and that. And we had talked, and she kind of missed, call me when you get to the curb. And I'm sitting there waiting in the cell phone lot for her to call me. So here I am, like, getting annoyed, getting annoyed, trying not to get annoyed <laughs> and um, because of the wait. And I thought, God, they should be out. And I decided to pull around, and there they were sitting waiting for me. And I, I, I tried to do all my stuff and relax and whatever. And uh, they get in the car, and it starts to pour down rain, lightning, 
and then it starts to hail, and um, we decided not to get on the freeway and pull over. Had I picked them up at the right time, we would have been on the freeway with an enormous hailstorm. So I felt, I said, thank you, thank you, thank you, and I could see, don't get upset by anything, you know, just and make judgments. I mean, I don't know what anything's for. All those things was just a reaffirmation and and then to say thanks for the guidance, even though I wasn't being real sweet about it. You know, I was like, oh, why is this happening? And it was all for my own good. You know, I I just was grateful I wasn't on the freeway when the hailstorm. And then the the sun came out and it was beautiful. So I was quite thankful for that. But when it, you know, reaffirmed Keep, you know, just stay, stay calm. And those are all perfect examples. I appreciate you guys sharing that because they're no different than my housemate experience. It's all really the same. So great. Has anybody else been listening to the classes? Yes. Yeah. I love the James Twyman's site where he sings the daily lessons. Mm-hmm. Makes it so much easier to remember them. Did you like his singing? That was beautiful. That prayer from uh, Mother Teresa. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think he's right that singing does reach us in a way because we're not. It's like when I dance, I just move, right? I don't think. Well, it's kind of same way about thinking. We we think about talking when we talk. We think about what our meaning we give to it, right? Uh, I guess we do the same thing with songs because they touch us in a different way. But I don't know, just sometimes singing kind of connects. Did anybody hear about Jennifer speaking about her getting food poisoning? I literally loved it. <clears throat> uh, when she was throwing up outside the store, she was just really grateful that there was a garbage can there. 
<laughs> yeah, divine perfection, huh? <laughs> uh, how freeing is that to well, there's a reason for it, and all I have to do is trust, and everything is working out for the highest and best, so I really don't have to worry about And I think that goes for guidance. I don't know if it does. Maybe it's something I should ask Jennifer about. But sometimes um, just going, with not not feeling really guided, but just going with my, I don't know if it's mind or guidance. I don't know if there's any difference, but just going with what, I, I don't feel clear guidance, just, doing whatever I think could be helpful is a good practice to learn hearing guidance and trusting yourself. Because if you trust yourself, you got to trust everything, right? Yeah, how easy would it have been for her to go and say, oh, my gosh, this is a horrible thing. I have food poisoning. But she didn't. It's just amazing. Hi, this is Nancy Q. Can you can you hear me? Yep. I would like to ask for your prayer support um, from me while I'm healing. My uh, just a little um, background. Um, back in March, beginning of March, I fell on the black ice when I came home, and I tore up my whole left rotator cuff. And um, they did the surgery a couple weeks ago, and he told me. I tore all of the three ligaments plus the bicep ligament, but had a tear in it. And I guess it was really bad. I didn't think it was so bad, but apparently it was serious. Anyway, I'm going to be laid up um, healing for some time. And so I'm like a one-armed person here. <laughs> and um, so obviously I'm not going to be working for a while. So um, I've got plenty of time here to do a lot of healing, and um, it's not like me. I'm always been an active person, and this is really, I can't do anything. I'm not supposed to do anything with the arm. I've started physical therapy, and it's going to be a slow go, I guess. Anyway, needless to say, I'm not real happy about all this. Um, I'm sitting, actually, I'm in my bedroom looking out. Across the street is um, it's a, a, a big hill, and um, up the top is the reservoir where we get our water. But anyway, there's people. It's a, a trail up and down the hill, and I can see people at the bottom of the hill, the bottom of the trail here. They're all walking up and down, and it's like people are jogging and running up and down and all that. And it's like I'm sitting here looking. It's like well, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Anyway, um. 
I have lots of time. And my job was such that I couldn't do it, you know, all day long I was like making millions of decisions all day long just, you know, to do my job, keep people safe and everything like that. Um, and now I have all kinds of time to just to sit here. And I don't have to make all those millions of decisions on a daily basis. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, I'm, it's like I'm not a patient person, and um, I'm I'm learning a, do- a lot of very deep lessons um, and my daughter's here with me luckily as it turned out she's she's the one she has the alcohol problem and her weight problem and this apartment is two bedrooms but she sleeps on the couch in the living room and everything that's her room so we're like on top of one another most of the time which anyway so a lot of challenges and I, I just need some your prayer support. So anyway, thank you for listening. You got it, Nancy. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Thank you very much for sharing. I'm sure everyone has some things to say, but thank you. And you okay. have uh, my prayers. All right, thank you. Yeah, I was wondering how that surgery went. So you, you can't... Um, walk or anything like that? Yeah, but I don't have, um, I don't, yes, I can, but I haven't been out walking yet or anything like that. Okay. I I have to wear a sling all the time. So Your left or right shoulder? Left shoulder, and I'm right-handed. So that, That's good. Yeah, that and luckily, good. yeah, and luckily my daughter, when she had to move in here with me, um, she's here with me, so I have to help. Which 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 is a plus. So I mean, I know all of this is the timing and the synchronicity and everything. It's those are the blessings, and yeah. um, I know this is my opportunity to heal, um, like all the judgments and stuff. So I know that I know that. <laughs> it's just like oh, you know, it's like really, it's like it's like a crash course, a crash course in healing. In forgiveness, and it's like, all righty. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nancy, we should talk. I had I had this exact experience. Seriously? Yeah, well, my housemate. Okay. Yeah, I, I I joined. I I didn't hear all the beginning. You know, when you guys were were on the calls. You know, earlier. I mean, you know, earlier in the year, I didn't hear all the background, so I don't know all that. But okay. Well, it wasn't like uh, I must admit it's not exactly the same, but judgments coming up and being being having my space right. <laughs> challenged, having my space challenged, and having it, you know my solitude. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, I have your number. We can talk. Okay. Thank you. Nancy, it's Mary. I just want to acknowledge you for. Um, your awareness and how you've um, taken responsibility for reframing that, reframing yeah. the whole scenario for yourself. I think that's a very um, 
courageous and incredible a maturation of the soul and the spirit to to do that. And so I just want to acknowledge that in you. And um, you know, you're, you, we're, we're all training our mind, and and sounds like that's uh, that's really that you know, it just sounds really good to feel you and hear you nurturing yourself in that way by really looking at it um, deeply. Thank you. Yeah, I was supposed to go to the um, conference. I would have been there. <laughs> but that didn't work out. But anyway, I met, to, it was interesting meeting the people, like, one, you know, registering for the conference and getting the ticket and the whole bit. And um, I met all the people, you know, on on the, on the phone, I got to talk to all these people, and everything was like, oh my gosh, these are so cool. This is really cool, cool, cool. Anyway, well, at least you have the time now to listen to the classes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, something funny that popped into my head when you were talking about how you're uh, normally an active person, but you ha- don't have the use of your arms right now. And I know it's silly, but what popped into my head was Irish step dancing. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what? That was what? Irish step dancing, because they don't use their arms. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Funny. Just want to keep you funny. Huh? Balance. That would have to take a little bit of balance. I'm a little bit older person. I could have done that when I was younger. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something. I have balance issues myself, and uh, it. And I'm not like it was when I was even ten years ago, but it's gotten better. It's gotten better. Everything improves with practice. Even judging. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that hey, remember that. Yes, thank you. Yeah, well, and you know, Nancy, you you have this time on your with you know, that you didn't expect and, and no, we can t- I can tell by your voice that, you know, you're bummed out about it. I tell you, um sometimes or always actually we get what we need and take this time to build your spiritual practice. Take this time to Really dig in, and you will be amazed at what happens. So, mm-hmm. it was interesting. I heard you. It was interesting that, like, I've been out of work for since March fourth, and nobody at work has called me. And I, I know, I've heard from other drivers same thing. And it's like I was like last week or the beginning of this week, I was starting to get like, what? Come on, guys. And um, so Wednesday night, Thursday night, one of the dispatchers called me about 4.15 when they were changing shifts. And I said, oh, thank you, Maddie, thank you, Maddie, thank you, Maddie. I hope I'm not getting in trouble for calling you. I said, no, 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 no. She says, I couldn't stand it anymore. I had to pick up the phone and call you. I said, thank you. She said, we really miss you. Well, I was like, oh, thank you, Maddie, thank you, Maddie. She's one of the ones that's kind of like, she follows the rules and everything, but, you know, when they don't make any sense, 
kind of like say, well, this doesn't make sense. I'm not following the rule, you know, if it's not a safety thing or, you know, anything like that. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't we call her? But, um, I mean, they've done that with other people. People have died, and and you find out later on, it's like, well, if you'd have told me, I would have liked to gone to the wake or the, the service or something. But I don't know what the why the policy is like that. But anyways, I'm glad she broke the rule and uh, called me. It was nice to hear her voice. But, you know, dealing with all kinds of things like that. Do they not? Did they not know why you were out? Um, they didn't know the seriousness. Wow. Yeah. They, no. They, our company, when somebody's out, like uh, a couple of people, one uh, gentleman, one of the drivers died, and um, he had cancer, and, and it's apparently nobody knew this. Going along, all of a sudden. I walked into the break room, which I hardly ever do, used to do, and um, there was a newspaper lying on the table, and there was this uh, open to the obituaries, and there was a picture of them. And oh, somebody said, and I said, what? And I showed, I said, what? I said, you know, I didn't know he was even sick. And it's like, I said, well, I said, somebody cut that out and put it up on the door, put it up on the window out there. People might want to know, and as luck, you know, luck, whatever, um, I got to go to the wake. But that only, was, well, however that worked out, but it's like, I don't know why, it's like, I don't know why they do that. There was another driver a couple, three years ago that died real, you know, quickly, or, um, and um, I didn't find out till like three, four weeks later, and I said, she was one of the people that I know. You know, when you're out on the road and you, all day long, you don't. If you don't go back to, to base to the, um, you know, to eat your lunch or not, um, you don't have a lot of contact with the other drivers. So you can go weeks and weeks be, without ever seeing somebody. And she was one of my favorite people. I mean, all the over the years. And it's like that's so sad, and it's just stuff like that that. They don't. I don't know what it is. It's confidentiality. I don't know what the heck it is. But anyway, thank you for listening. I'm sitting up here on the third floor, looking out, and luckily I have a nice view. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. You have a nice view, and and um, you are in my thoughts and prayers, and you have been for some time. So okay. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting. I thought about texting you and asking you how you're doing after the surgery, and I I didn't. I listened to the the ego part of my mind. I said, oh, no, you're probably recuperating, not wanting to. And it's so it's. I'm glad you brought up about your even your workmates because that reminded it made me realize <laughs> what I did. Because I'm like, oh no, I probably talked myself out of it. The ego. Part of me, part of you, you know what? In. It's like that. You, you, the text thing you said. It's it's like I make. Uh, what do you call it? I forgot what it was. A hard a letting go of things. Mm. It's like okay, letting go. But when I do something or or make an, have an attack thought like I did last night with my daughter, I was like I I lost it, and it's like oh my gosh, it's like what did I do? And then I felt so bad. 
I really felt bad because she's such a loving person. There's nothing about her but love. It just has this problem. And it's, well, I consider it a problem. Well, yeah. Well, anyway. But she is just pure love. She's been that way since she was born. And um, it's like I felt so guilty for, like, hurting her feelings. And then it's like, okay, so then the guilt wouldn't let me, wouldn't, I couldn't, I did, the guilt, like, put its claws in me. And then it's like, I can't let it go, I can't let it go, because the guilt won't let me know. But that's, you know, the guilt part. Anyway. Okay, well, you know what, that's, um, honestly, this is going to be a great time for you to heal, and we all will pray for that for you. Physically, literally, may all your bodies be healed. Um, It's time to close. Thank you for your patience with the pal talk and all the little technical issues. I'm going to pray us out with um, the version found written on the wall in Mother Teresa's home for the children in Calcutta. We will be back next week. Everyone have a great, wonderful week, and be blessed and be the light for everyone else. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous, be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. May God bless you all. I love you. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for the help. I love you all. Love you. Thanks for the help with the computer. (laughs) Mm